Hey, Ribbons fans. My name is Ashton Long. I play corner infield and corner outfield. Uh, thank you for listening to the For the Ribs podcast. And welcome to another episode of the For the Ribs podcast. I'm your host, the PA announcer, Nick Whitworth. Here with me today, we've got the coaching staff. We've got Manager Anthony Sotil, we've got assistant managers Hayden Price and Taylor Middall. Gentlemen, how are we today? Thriving and alive. Doing good. Ready for another ball game tonight. Hopefully, we're in another little bit of a rain delay here. Hopefully, the weather works out and we can play Appleton and get another W. Uh, so let's just, we're officially past the first half of the season. Let's just talk about how the first half went, that kind of thing. Um, Taylor, I'll start with you. We've seen you pitch a couple times. We've seen you coach most days, but you have had a couple outings. What is that like, the, the difference between interacting with the players when you're coaching and when you're playing? Uh, I would say mostly just like, um, I mean, I don't think it really changes that much, actually, especially knowing a lot of guys and like, experiencing college too so like I know how summers can be a long summer and just like getting your reps in and getting better during the summer so I guess for me like from the pitching side like I'm just trying to use my experience to the best of my ability and then help our our guys too as well so is there a difference in the way you interact with them at all as player versus coach I mean there yeah occasionally yeah but I think um like I said, just like with my experience and stuff and like um, going through six years of college, um, like it's, a, it's a little different as a coach, but I think like most of it's just like the same stuff that I've learned over the years and just like trying to help them along the way. All right. And then uh, all three coaches are here. How do we feel overall about the first half of the season? Yeah, so I would say uh, overall we're, we're pretty happy with where we're at. Um, I know that there was a few games uh, earlier on in the season that kind of slipped away from us. So we, uh, we're happy with where we're at, but I wouldn't say that we're content. We know that you know, we have a great roster, um, great pitching staff, and you know, we're just looking to put everything together. Yeah, and I think that from day one to now, you can see the growth individually with players um, as they experience new situations that they may have not experienced before. Um, I think they're learning as they go, which is something that we had as a goal for us as a coaching staff in the beginning of the year to be able to mark where they started and where they ended. Um, I think so far through the first half of the year, pitching staff has been phenomenal. Every single one of them steps up to every new situation and attacks it head on. And, you know, whether it was good, moderate, or bad, they've learned from it. And then the next time they get put in that situation, they excel. And offensively, too, we've seen a major growth with these guys at bats. Um, and just overall consistency of putting the ball in play, uh, timely hitting, small ball, different things that we've incorporated this year to give ourselves the best opportunity to win. Right. And it's been a bit of a history-making season already up to this point. We've seen a lot. We've seen the career leader and season leader in saves get made. We've seen same thing for home runs. Uh, and then Lombard, and you guys just beat Lombard. You didn't just beat him. You took two from him. Let's talk a little bit about the history this year and what we're seeing. Yeah. I mean, I think that attributes back to the guys that – you know, have been here now for a few years and just the culture that they've created um, and then the new guys who come in and are a part of that, I think they bought into it. I mean, at the end of the day, it's summer baseball, but 
our goal as a coaching staff is to make them enjoy themselves being here every day because we spend a lot of time together and also to make sure that they get to learn from one another because everyone has a different path and experience to you know get to the best version of themselves um and i think that showed a lot when we played down in lombard because every single one of those games was a battle um and you know they did the right things they treated the game right they played it hard and we were rewarded for that and i think that that attributes right back to just their passion for winning and to you know really take this organization to the next step yeah um so to go on top of that i think that you know since the beginning of the year our our goal is obviously to like develop the, these players and you know get them very comfortable with um going back to their college um in the fall but we have really like emphasized the the lombard series as you know, one that we circled on our calendars that, you know, we, we want to go down there and battle those guys because, you know, they've won, I don't know for how many consecutive years, but they've been, you know, Wisconsin State League champs. So I guess to go down to Lombard and, you know, take two of four from them when realistically we probably could have took three of four. Um, very happy. And, you know, I think these guys have, have really earned it. And, uh, yeah, they, they deserve, you know, everything that's coming for them. All right. And uh, as you said, it's been a while. Uh, it's the first time we as a team have ever beaten them. We snapped a 34-game losing streak. Now we've got a one-game winning streak going out of there. Uh, let's talk more about Lombard. You said about three or four. I talked to both Hayden and Anthony. Before the season started, there was a bet for a certain tattoo in a certain area. I assume that's off the table now because it didn't happen. You didn't take the three. Uh, is there anything, though, that you're doing for two? I mean, that's still a big deal. Yeah, we gave him a high five. Oh, <laughs> God. Yeah, so I think that, was, I think that just suffices for two ends. Uh, no, but, I mean, at the end of the day, that was fun. We were able to kind of give him a little bit of a, of a jolt um, to maybe add a little bit of that passion into it, and I think they responded well. Um, but yeah, that that one game that slept could have had it, but yep. it's so close. <laughs> All right, moving on again. We've mentioned we're halfway through the season. Uh, this one I'll take answers out of each year. Let's just go through mid-season awards kind of feel. So who uh, who do you have as your most improved player this year? Well, I'd have to say Brendan Willardson. Oh, he has made strides from where he was last year. Um, a few minor adjustments in the swing, um, lengthening his uh, base a little bit, and he's completely turned his, his just season around. Um, has become one of our more consistent hitters, finding himself in the lineup day in and day out. And I'm just excited to see how much more potential he has to unlock because there's so much left in there. And I think once he's 100% comfortable with where he's at, he's going to do really, really good things for us and in college. Okay. Uh, gold glove this season. I mean, I, I'd have to say Mr. Van Ass because, I mean, he's – I think within the last week or two, man, he's made three or four Sports Center top ten catches, and I just think you know having him out there in center field, um, it really makes it easier for the for the right fielder and the left fielder because they know Trent covers you know a ton of ground out there, um, and then he he also has a, a plus arm on top of that. So yeah, I think I would say Trent. Um, you know we have. 
we have a lot of a lot of guys that you could probably you know pencil in for that. Another guy um, off the top of my head is Jake Potasic. Um, you know, he's a vacuum in the infield, man. He doesn't doesn't miss a whole lot. Um, and we've even asked him to you know play some third base, which is fairly new to him, um, primarily being a second baseman. So. I, I guess just seeing, you know, how he's transitioned to third, um, you know, you can trust him at second base. We now know that we can trust him at third, and, you know, he's just as deserving for that award. Well, and after the the field defensive changes last <laughs> night, which came a little quick, uh, we, we saw Potosik. He made a game-saving throw, basically, at the end of that game from third base to home. Yeah. Uh, Griffin's another guy I think yeah. pops up there, too. Mm-hmm. So be interesting to see how the second half of the season goes for the, in the field for the three of them. Yeah. Uh, I guess the big one, rookie of the year. Get a lot of... Taylor's votes for himself, right? <laughs> I'm still thinking about it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I feel like with that one, you've got a lot of names you can throw in. I mean, Landon Logier has been great. Offensive approach is fantastic for a young... Uh, just graduating high school. Uh, Quinn Fallis just starting to come around now on the mound. He's looking lights out. Bryson Webb's always in there. He's got a great bat. And, um, Jake's in there, too, Fantastic. Rookie of the Year. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of options to kind of dissect when it comes to placing that award. I guess it's just to see how these guys continue to respond over the next few weeks and to see, you know, how much more much of a difference we can continue to make. I think that's who runs away with that one. Mm-hmm. I would agree. And also, too, you got to throw the pitchers in on that one because Reese Piontek, Gavin Rush, pretty much every pitcher that we brought in this year that's new to this team has made a very big impact. So, I mean, there's a lot of names that you could throw in for that one. Now, last year we saw a lot of new guys come in and make an impact. Like we saw Perry and we mm-hmm. saw Eli Frank and mm-hmm. Bornick, and most of those guys are still here. But this year it seems like it's it's even more than that this year, that these guys came in and immediately made impacts. Yeah. What was the difference along the offseason just going through and getting guys? I think for us like a big thing was is we knew that the core that we had built was really talented. Um, but we knew that kind of, at least in my experience over the past two years, is it's very long summer so you like having that depth within your organization to be able to call on a different guy every night and know that they're going to perform um but i think for us it was really important that this offseason we spent the time like learning about these players and reaching out to them getting a feel on them and understanding what their strengths and areas of opportunity were and i know Price had worked his butt off for months just reaching out to guys and kind of getting a feel on what they're looking for and if they were a good fit and he could probably speak a little to that too yeah so I mean I, I'd say like this off season we definitely went in with a plan um and like Skip said like we we knew who our quote-unquote core guys were um but we were very open to you know bringing in anybody who was going to make an, an immediate impact for us and I think you know just Another emphasis for us, too, was having a pitching staff um, and as well as a bullpen, too, that, you know, we can rely on. Because a lot of these teams in this league, man, you get you get into their bullpen and it, it starts to kind of fall apart from there. So we didn't, you know, want to be in that situation. Um, I think from the top to bottom of the organization, you know, everybody worked hard. Um, and then 
end result was we brought in guys who deserve to be here and you know they're making immediate impact for us already so and it's working out so far uh back to the awards we got two more uh the big ones now mvp pitcher i think right now our mvp's got to be james hornick no pitcher pitcher Pitcher. (laughs) um so yeah reese for sure for pitcher i mean he's every time he goes out there we we I mean, I would like to call it win day because I think every time he goes out there, he throws five or six yeah. amazing innings that are going to give us the best chance to win every time. So, so yeah, I think right now it has to be Reese. Yeah, get a sub two ERA to go with that as well. So that's you know yeah. putting him out on the mound and you know <laughs> you no, feel good. we just have to score two or three runs to win the game usually on average. That's you know makes us feel pretty good about it. Going Especially in leagues like this. Yeah. All right, uh, and then MVP. Yeah, James Fortnick. I think right now he's he's shown a lot of growth as well. I mean, we knew what he could do last year, but, I mean, he's, he's stepped up into more of a leadership role for us, and I think that it plays off to other guys. I mean, he's doing more than just hitting home runs this year. He's getting on base, and I think he's been one of our – if he's probably our most consistent hitter when it comes to driving in runs when we need. I mean, just like yesterday, we're down 3-1, to one, hits a home run, sparks a little something, and – come back to win eventually i mean i if there's someone that you want up with runners on second and third and less than two outs it's probably james and i think if he continues that not only is it going to be a great year you know for us and him but i think it leads him to that final award yeah no i i think definitely bornick at this point um you know like skip said too like he's he's kind of came in this year you know a different player um but in a good way he's you know he's started to teach some of the younger guys things that he does or he sees um as being a great teammate um and you know he's when he comes to the plate man you know there's a shot at each and every pitch that he could leave the yard so I guess just you know having him as like a staple in our lineup it's I don't think there's you know anybody else in this league who who wouldn't want a James Bornick in their lineup Fair enough. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, that wraps up half-season, mid-season awards, whatever you want to call them. Uh, let's talk about the second half of the season. We're already into it. I mean, I think Lombard counted as part of it. Uh, Menasha last night, and then Appleton hopefully tonight. But uh, moving forward, we know about the development. You guys have pointed that out all season. That's one of the main goals. But as far as the team goals going forward here for the second half of the year, what do we got? I think consistency is key. I mean, I think this last stretch of the year, I think we play another 20 to 25 games. I mean, realistically, you want to win three-fourths of those. Um, and even the games that you lose, you if, if you fall into those situations, like you want them to be competitive. Um, I mean, I don't think much has to change for us to be successful the rest of this year. I think that if things stay the same um, and get better, I think you find yourself <clears throat> better than you even were on the first half, which was really good. But I think overall, I think we just need to cons- understand that we can't get complacent as a team. We need to continue to realize that um, there's a lot more left and there's a lot, le- lot more to scratch off to get to the top. And I think these guys are full and ready to be able to get out there and uh, continue that streak. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, the consistency too, just, you know, Showing up to the park every day, 
you know, ready to play. We, we understand we've all played a lot of baseball and, you know, it's tough, man, showing up every day and, you know, getting your mind, your body and everything right and ready to play. Um, and that's really that's just what we ask of these guys is just come be competitive, come, you know, be a good teammate, be a good leader, um, demonstrate the right way how to play baseball. And, and, you know, we've been more than happy with, you know, this group of guys this year. We couldn't probably, couldn't probably ask for a better group of guys. Hey, any specific goals for the pitching staff at all? I mean, it's already been a solid first half. I mean, yeah, I think going off of that, just like for everyone and the pitching staff, to build off the confidence that we've already gained from all the games we've played so far, and especially recently, beating Lombard two games is a huge thing to build off of. And so, yeah, just continuing that confidence every time they step on the mound. Right. Well, that's all I got for you guys. Any any last final thoughts as we get ready to start the second half? Keep it rolling. Yeah. Uh, Ribs yeah. run Wisconsin. Yeah. And we appreciate everybody you know who listens, tunes into the broadcasts, whether it's on Facebook, Twitch, or you know they come to the ballpark and watch. And we just continue to hope or hope to continue putting together a, a good rest of the summer of competitive baseball. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for the time. Thanks for joining me. Thank you. Thank you.